Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I thought WrestleMania 38 was great. I'm sure it helped that I was there live, but even watching it back made me feel all warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. Like all events, though, there are some things that WWE will want to move on from as quickly as possible, so let's help them with that by talking about them. For I am Simon from What Culture, please do hit that subscribe button. This is 10 things WWE wants you to forget about WrestleMania 38. Number 10, Rick Boogs' injury. In reality, we should not forget about this because Rick Boogs needs all our thoughts and good wishes, but this was such a horrible way to start the WrestleMania weekend. Coming in with some serious momentum, Rick went to do some of his power offense on the Usos when his knee buckled. It looked like it was all part of the plan, but when he rolled out of the ring with the trainer holding up the dreaded X sign, it was clear something had gone awry. As it turned out, Boogs had torn his quad and had surgery the following day, and the fallout from this. Shinsuke Nakamura and the Usos cut nine minutes off the match and went straight to the finish, but even then, Jimmy and Jay hit the 1D onto Shinsuke to retain their SmackDown titles, but there's every chance we were going to do a championship change here and couldn't. I'm sure Rick would like to forget about this, but again, let's all send positive thoughts his way. I'm sure we all look forward to having him back. Number 9. A wretched weekend for the New Day Sometimes it does not pay to be constantly entertaining. I can only assume that WWE knows no matter what they do with the New Day, they're going to be beloved, and therefore they had their match cut from WrestleMania Night 1. Rubbish. Now, thankfully, Mania is two nights these days, meaning there was time to get Kofi Kingston and Xavier Wood onto the show. But man, this did not go well. Their entrance took longer than the match itself because in 1 minute 44 seconds, Sheamus and Rich Holland had defeated them. This sucked. It was even worse because, of course, the New Day were dedicating their performance to Big E, who had broken his neck during the build. And nobody should have to go through this. It was a right slap in the face, and I'm still sad about it. Number 8. The Broken Mousetrap I loved everything between Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. It was pitched perfectly with some genuine laugh-out-loud moments, and I will never forget the reaction for Wee Man. It was ridiculous. Given there were so many props involved, you just knew one wasn't going to work correctly, and sadly, it was the last one on the list. Knoxville's idea was to trap Sami in a giant mousetrap because of course it was, and yet when he went to activate it... 
Well, it didn't work. This was a proper time standstill moment too, because you can see Johnny searching his mind, trying to figure it out. And when he did get it working, well, it was a little bit naff. It was obvious there was not enough pressure here to capture Zane, and he could easily escape. But as that wasn't part of the story, we just had to pretend it wasn't true. In reality, this did add to how stupid it all was. But as ever, if WWE could do this again, they most certainly would. You don't want equipment malfunctioning, whatever the reason. But honestly, please do more nonsense like this. It was wonderful. Number seven, Gable Stevenson's Odd Saturday. Everybody in AT&T Stadium thought this was weird. And that's because it was weird. I get WWE wanting to make a big deal of Gable Stevenson as they have huge plans for the man. And what we did on Sunday was great. He threw Chad Gable around, showed off his power, celebrated with the good guys. Nice and simple stuff. But on the night prior, somebody thought it would be a good idea for Stephanie McMahon to walk out, introduce him, and then just leave. People in the crowd were audibly saying, let him speak, please let him speak, oh speak. So when he didn't, it really fell flat, because what was the point? Thankfully, Sunday's home run came after this, so we actually did forget, but this was dumb. Although it won't be as dumb as when Chad Gable loses his first name completely, because I tell you... It is going to happen. Number six, Vince McMahon beats Pat McAfee. There is no point in me pretending otherwise. I thought this was genius, the definition of sports entertainment at its best. I mean, who actually thought that Vince McMahon was going to have a match with Pat McAfee at WrestleMania? Even when it leaked beforehand, we all fobbed off the idea because there was no way. And yet here he was, black tank top and all, ready to throw some truly hilarious clotheslines. I honestly think for a 76-year-old man, he did himself proud. But yeah, was there a need to have him pin McAfee who had just given a tremendous account of himself against Austin Theory? No, not at all. But this was only ever going to go one way. It gets even funnier when you remember that McMahon has lost every single other time he stepped into the ring at Mania. But look, seconds later, Steve Austin was out for the highlight of the weekend. And this whole segment was some of the best wrestling I've ever seen live. Number five, the Steve Austin S-bomb. As the story goes, when Steve Austin was rehearsing his WrestleMania entrance, he kept flipping the bird after climbing the ropes. Producers soon told him he couldn't do that because times had changed. Austin agreed, and then he did it anyway because of course he did. Therefore, it should come as no surprise on the night that when addressing Kevin Owens, Stone Cold called him a sack of shit. You could just see the scene in your mind's eyes. Producers went crazy backstage, and after the fact, this word magically disappeared from any replays, but oh, how I laughed. You do always run the risk with this as WWE is still a PG product, and I don't think we have anything to worry about. Austin generated so much interest and cash for two days of work, I would assume he got away with it and even if he didn't he will not care number four edge versus aj styles so this is a controversial one i lean towards the side of positivity because i thought it was a very well worked match that actually played better on tv than it did live edge and aj styles are just so good at what they do the problem and where wwe wants you to forget is that not everybody felt this way in fact expectations were so high there was quite a vocal group who decided this didn't hit where it should have done and that the reason for that was because both guys were hamstrung by the WWE style. Now, there is an argument to be had there because the company can sometimes handcuff performers too much, but I bet there would have been less reaction to this if we weren't talking about two guys that rank amongst the best ever. The distraction finish didn't help either, as Mania matches should really feel different from something on Raw, and not in my wildest dreams that I ever think we'd be arguing over the merits of this. I mean, it was on everybody's most wanted list for ages. Number three, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, because it just didn't live up to the hype. WWE had done a great job with the build to this, but when push came to shove, it fell into exactly the same pattern that Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar always do. 
And that was fine, but on this night, fine wasn't going to cut it. The real issue was, in the weeks prior, Roman had started to act all paranoid about the beast, and yet here all that fear is out the window and we just started to hit finishing moves. You could probably argue that they've just clashed too many times, but there definitely was some potential here to do something different and we didn't. I don't really get why. The winning spear also fell out of nowhere, which is not what you want from your Mania main event, so ultimately this just didn't hit. That doesn't mean they didn't try, because they did, but still, it was middling at best. This was the main event of WrestleMania. Number two, the wardrobe malfunction. I just want to say it is beyond stupid that certain areas of the internet still jump on this in 2022. But yes, on the network, there was a brief blackout as Charlotte Flair battled Ronda Rousey because some clothing went awry. I'm not going to say anything more about it because you know what I'm talking about. But of course, WWE would want you to forget about this. The end. Number one, Stone Cold's Vince McMahon stunner. Although I promise that I'm never going to forget about it. The equivalent of trying to plug anything in via USB, seeing Austin legitimately struggle to stun Vince McMahon was one of the best things I have ever seen in my life. It was made even better by the fact Stone Cold was laughing his ass off afterwards, and the whole thing was just a joy. Even McMahon himself got this as it was reported he was totally fine with the botch as long as people found it entertaining, and I tell you, I really, really did. I mean, who wants a normal run-of-the-mill stunner when we can have this gem instead? The WWE production team also did a great job in making it look passable in after-the-fact videos, but seriously. What a damn moment, and I am never going to forget about it for all the right and for all the wrong reasons. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.